Hey, 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 everyone. So I am really excited on today. Uh, I have a special guest for you guys. We are going to be having a conversation talking about serving God for real, for real. And I have Lakeisha Cody here with me today. She is the founder of The Praying Single Moms. She is an author, a coach. She was my coach, now friend. Um, she is a teacher, a podcaster, a friend, sister, cousin, auntie, daughter, you name it. But most of all, she is a mom, a mom of two beautiful children. And Lakeisha, I am so excited to have you on today. Thank you so much for saying yes to this conversation. Oh, yes. I'm so excited to be on Mama Work It podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I believe it's such an honor. And I'm always so excited to be on with you. Yay. So um, like I said before, y'all, we are talking about serving God for real, for real. And when I think about for real, for real, I tend to think about this time around is genuine, right? Because we've said that a lot of times, right? Like, no, for real, girl. No, for real, for real. That means this time, this time is serious. This time is genuine. This time, like, don't get it twisted before, you know, forget about those other times. I'm talking about this time is real. And there's, yeah, right. Like there's so much misconception of how people, I guess, feel or relate to about serving God and what that looks like. Um, So look, I had a question for you real quick. Um, When we talk about serving God for real, for real, and it being genuine and this time, what does serving God for real look like to you? Uh, Serving God for real for me looks like uh, removing the mask, removing the layers, uh, removing the motives of why you're serving him. So um, a lot of times when we initially go to God, oftentimes it's seeking his hand rather than seeking his face. And you know that you shifted into serving God for real when you say, God, listen, I want you because of who you are. I want to serve you because of who you are. I want to worship you because of who you are. I lay down my life. I lay down my cross. I lay down what it what the expectations that I have for you a lot of times, and I can't speak for everyone, but I can speak for me. um, Oftentimes when my relationship with God started as transactional, it started out with me saying, Hey, if, if you give me this, I'll, I'll pray, or I'm praying to you because I need this. I'm, I'm worshiping you because I need this. I want this. I want change in my life. And if we're not careful, sometimes we'll still fall into that transactional way of serving him, but serving him for real is um, going further than what he can do for you and understanding what Matthew 6 and 33 says, when it says, if you seek first the kingdom of God, everything else will be added to you, but really seeking first the kingdom and his right righteousness, right? So when we talk about serving God for real, that comes with uh, seeking that righteousness. And that's a whole nother thing because you tap into seeking purity too, which is not easy. Okay. But yeah, that's, (laughs) that is um, what, when I think about serving God for real, it's really just uh, laying down your, you know, picking up your cross and following him for real and, and, and leaving anything behind that could potentially hinder, you know, that, if that makes sense. 
that girl, that makes a lot of sense. And I really love your answer. Um, you recently, um, see, this conversation was like boiling inside of me for months, right? Because I've been going through some things and I've been, you know, surrendering certain things to God that he's been asking me for since I was 16 years old. God's been asking me for my heart. And I never truly understood what that meant until recently. I'm 38 now, you know? So like, I keep hearing in the same prophecy over and over again, the same words, it's the matters of your heart. God wants your heart. And I'm like, but I'm here. I'm serving you. I'm on the worship team. Like I'm doing everything in, in the eyes of man. That's right. Right. Like, I'm like from looking at me, you would think like, okay, she's serving God because of my actions, but my heart was somewhere else. My heart my heart's desires wanted other things. Like mm -hmm. I wanted to be in a relationship. I wanted to have a, a complete family because I'm a single mom now, but I was married at one time. And I thought that me having a complete family, you know, my girls wouldn't grow up without a father like I did. Like I was trying to make things happen for myself because of my heart's desires. So recently you had a... Um, a series on your um, Bible study group from the praying single moms called serving God for real, for real. And it just clicked to me because I was like, this is like the season that I'm in right now. Serving God, like, so mm -hmm. it just all, uh, I mean, and I've been to all of them. Like it just all came together for me. And I really enjoyed those seasons. Do you mind talking a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. I think for me, the for real, for real series just came out of my life. I serve God best. Um, by being transparent. And um, most of the time, if I'm dealing with something or if he's taking me through a process or a season, I kind of share it with other people. And if 98% of the time it was needed for also the people that he's called me to. And so when I thought about the For Real For Real series, I felt like it was so needed and so necessary because at the beginning of this year, God called me on a purity journey. Um, I don't know if you remember my message, uh, pursuing purity. That one was a really, um, yes. <laughs> I got a lot of feedback from that one. It was, that one was like raw, you know, it was, it was just like, okay, this is, this is what this is. I'm like, God, this is what we doing. But, um, <laughs> but that message in itself was just the beginning of me realizing for one, Prior to me doing that message, I was like, I think my my purification process completely started this year. And um, God just told me, honestly, it's time for you to, and life, life told me, life was the first indicator, okay? Mm -hmm. um, I think we have to pay attention to what's happening into our lives. We have to pay attention to our circumstances. A lot of times we're wondering and we're questioning why different things are happening, but then you have to do a heart check. You got to do a motive check. So um, God called me on a journey to purification. And for me, that, and I will say disclaimer, this looks different for everybody, yes. but the journey to purification that he called for me, um, it was just to kind of go ahead and set yourself apart for a season. Now he didn't say how long um, I, I don't have a set time. However, I'll be pursuing purity. But even in that, I had to put down some, some TV shows. Uh, I had to change from listening to secular music right now. Like I said, this is not for everybody, but for me right now, why? Because I know um, that I'm building my inner man and 
as it relates to you building your inner man, you got to just lay aside some things, um, some weight, some things that will try to take you out and that will try to take you down. Um, and so he just called me to a journey to pursue him, to pursue who he is, to learn him, to learn his character, to, to get a relationship with his word again, um, to, and even as it relates to relationships as a single mom, as a single woman, um, not allowing all type of men to have access to me. I had to stop entertaining some conversations. I had to block some numbers. Yeah. You know, I, I had to stop picking up the phone. I had to stop texting some people back as it relates to friendships. I had to let, I let my friends and my sisters know. I said, I don't want, if this relationship is based off of gossip, I can't really roll like that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I had to ch- make some hard changes. Um, but I, as I look back and now we're in the month of May, I don't regret the changes that I made. I mean, it, it, one thing uh-huh. about it, before the physical manifestation begins to show up, something happens with your character. Something happens with 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 the Holy Spirit does something on the inside of you. And so, when you begin to make certain sacrifices, the word I'm hearing is obedience. When you begin to make certain changes and you tap into obedience, because a lot of people feel like when it come down to serving God, that they're serving Him just because they go to church on Sunday or because they show up for Bible study. A lot of people who even serve in the church really feel like they're serving God for real, but you're not, you're just serving a church. Because um, yeah. I was, I was in that trap too. I was like, God, I'm coming up. I'm serving these people. He was like, you serving these people, but you're still going home and you sleeping with such and such. You're serving right. church, but then you're still going home, getting drunk. You're mm-hmm. serving a church, but you don't trust me. You're, you're, you're in worry. You're in anxiety. You have fear. So are you serving a, serving me for real? Or are you serving people? And so I had to really separate serving God from serving man, because there's a a big difference. So, um, in serving God for real, for real in, in that series, God just put me on assignment to let people know what serving him looks like that, that, that looks like you tapping into obedience that looks like you purifying your life purifying your heart purifying your mind that looks like you tapping into the word of God a little bit more that looks like you potentially even going out to Google and researching his character researching his ways just saying God I don't know how to do this will you help me will you help me learn you that looks like you unlearning what anybody has ever taught you about God and saying listen I want to get to know you myself God this is an open invitation for you to come into my heart and for me me to get to know who you are is all about relationship too. It's impossible to serve him without relationship. And so that's what it looks like. That purification journey is not going to be perfect. That's why relationship is needed. You need to know him as Abba Father, that I can't do this by myself. It's going to have to be by your power, by your spirit, because I still may fall short. But in that, I don't need to, I don't need, when I fall short, I don't need to fall out. Yes. When I fall short, I need to fall into you, into your grace. So for me, that's what's serving God for real, for real, that for real, for real series just came about from all yes. of that. I love that. You said a lot of key, key things like it's your obedience, um, you know, being in that purification mode and searching for him. My favorite is what you said was unlearning what anyone else taught you um, because you can't serve God for real, for real when it's 
it's nice to have mentors. It's nice to have, you know, like disciplers, people who are like, come on, like you want to draw closer to God. Let me teach you. Let me show you. But you want them to show you want to be disciple unto God, not unto people, right? Like I want to teach you how to pray. Don't teach me how to pray like you. Just teach me how to pray. I want room to be able to come into my own and be able to pray to God how I would pray to God and how I would serve God, how I would worship God. Um, I remember when I was younger um, in my teens and I just did everything everybody told me to do. Don't drink. Okay. Don't this. All right. Don't go to parties. It's bad. It's not, you know, and I understood that there were some scriptures behind it too, but Holy Spirit didn't teach me that. I didn't have a relationship with God. I was just in the church and I was doing, doing, doing because I, I desired community. I desired to be accepted. So that church that I was in prior when I was younger, I was accepted. I had friends, um, you know, like I, I wasn't looked at as, um, someone that they didn't want to be around. So whatever they told me to do, I did um, happily because it just, I was accepted by them. And then as I got older, I started to have questions, you know, like, well, you know, I'm having these feelings. I like someone. You mean to tell me I can't date right now? Why can't I date right now? Oh, because I'm trying to keep myself, you know, pure unto God, but why though? So I would want to, but it, it was just like um, a fight between my spirit and my flesh. And it was more so this is how it's done. Follow this example, follow that example, read your word. And I would just do. But then when I finally came to know God for myself, I had some bumps in the road. I had some, you know, some hiccups. I fell a couple of times, backslid a couple of times. But then when I, that's how I got to know God though. I got to know his voice. I got to know him for myself through those, through those experiences that I had. And when you said, unlearn what anyone else taught you, it's not that people are bad. I don't want y'all to get it mixed up. It's just that people are more so of a resource. They're not the source. So people are a tool that God uses to help you along your walk, but not really necessarily someone that um, that you should emulate, that you should, um, in a sense, like honor more than God. Mm-hmm. You know, people are people. So I appreciate you talking about that. Um, I remember sometimes where people will come up to me and ask me because, you know, they know I'm a Christian. They know I love God. They see me serving God and they say, oh, so you can't drink anymore. So you can't party. You can't this. Oh, so you can't date. And I'm like, it's not that I can't. Um, and I, did, I I never had the right answer to say until recently. It's mm-hmm. not that, you know, serving God, we can't do those things. We could do whatever we want to do. Just like you mentioned, Lakeisha, you could serve people. You could go to church and you could be on the worship team and, you know, you could pray pray the pain off the wall, but then you're going home and you're sleeping with so-and-so. Then you're going home and you're getting drunk. You're going home and all these things are happening behind closed doors. It's not that you can't, but what's your heart posture like? My heart posture was telling me, well, recently now, because my journey really started towards the end of um, 2022 into 2023. I was like, no more. God, I need you. I want to serve you for real because I want everything that you have to offer me. So when those conversations came up again, I could drink if I want to, but I don't because God told me not right now. And that not right now. And I know you kind of went through something similar. Um, I There's no expiration date on that. Like God didn't say, I just want you to stop altogether, but I'm okay in my right now. Like I'm not mm-hmm. asking God, but when, when, when I'm good, like I'm, I'm completely good with him telling me no. 
And the reason why, and um, the reason why for me, he told me to stop drinking, uh, drinking wine, because I absolutely love wine. I love the taste of it. Um, I just, I don't know, I just get into my moment and my place and it just feels good to me. He told me stop because that was my crutch. I love it so much, but in this season, he wants to be the one that relaxes me. He wants to be the one that, you know, that that can do what I felt like that wine was doing for me, mm. if that makes sense. Oh yeah, I love that. And so it was a similar thing for me when I when, when it came down to like the wine for sure. Mm. I think for me when he told me not right now, uh and I will say I have my I've had my moments on this purity journey where I I had to ask God, you know, is now the time, you know, mm-hmm. especially if you're dealing with because because for me, why was it's it, it it was something that I was turning to and I noticed that I would turn to it. it there, I used to be able to turn to wine in moments where um I'm going out for enjoyment or right, just moments, social. yeah, social moments and things like that. But then when it got, when I realized it got ugly, when I started turning to it as a suppressant, I tried to suppress some things that I was feeling. I tried to use it to fill voids. I tried to use it to, to, to numb any pain or any, any life situations that I was having. And for me, God has given me the same where with anything, if anything begins to turn into an addiction or starts to feel at like an addiction, like you can't, like it has some type of stronghold on you, um, then I'll just put it down. And so I've had, I've had moments to where I'm like, God, okay, can I have, if my friend came over, um, like one of my friends came over from a, her city and we went out and she was going to order something. And I was like, thinking about it in that moment. But then I was like, no, I'm just going to get, you know, some lemonade or strawberry lemonade. And then that ended up changing what she was going to order. So Mm. she ended up not ordering an alcoholic drink uh, because of the decision that I made in that moment. And so even though we were both Christians, she was Mm -hmm. just was also going through a season and she just like, I want something to drink. And in that moment, I'm used to being the friend that's like, okay, I'm going to get some too. But this time I was just like, no, you know, I'm going to get a strawberry lemonade drink. And she ended up saying, okay, I'll just get a Coke. And then um, we just enjoyed the the brunch. And so um, in saying that, it's, it, that's with a lot of things. Like even with the secular music, he didn't say, Lakeisha, I don't ever want you listening to no secular music. I don't ever want, he didn't say that to me. He didn't say, I don't ever want you watching those type of shows. But however, he just said, not right now. And then that's because right now he's doing something on the inside of me. So that's why I said, everybody journey is different. Yeah. You know what, it, the, for those of you who are listening in, you know, whatever it is that you're addicted to, you know, whatever it is that has your mind on lock, whether you, you yours can be social media. Social media can be calling you to be horny and want to go masturbate every time you get done scrolling mm-hmm. or that phone conversation that you're having late at night at three and four o'clock in the morning on the phone. It sounds innocent. Y'all both both are Christians, but lines have been crossed. Boundaries have been crossed. And God could be telling you to check that before it gets to you. Um, he He speaks to us in different ways. And sometimes we ignore it because we're looking for it to just be this loud voice like, hey, don't do that or all those okay. things. But Holy, Holy Spirit is always speaking, always, even when sometimes we don't want to listen. So, yeah, I love that. And, and I, I absolutely agree um, to that season that you're in. 
Yes. And you are so, so right. You were talking about how like everybody's season is different. So um, just because, you know, you're a Christian and I see you drinking, I don't think any different of you and thinking that, oh, they must not have the Holy Ghost or they not, they must not be really, really saved because they had a drink or two. That's right. not for me to judge at all. Right. Um, and this is like a disclaimer, like we're not saying that, you know, you you can't do these things. Um, you know, like if you want to live for real, for real, for God, you have to stop doing these things because the Holy Spirit may be dealing with you guys differently than he's dealing with myself and Lakeisha. So um, how he's dealing with me is very different. And you said stronghold, that light bulb went on. So every time I drank, I realized um, if I went out to a club or something, I would have to have a drink. I would have to, because I didn't like myself. I did not like who I was. I'm very mm -hmm. quiet. I'm very, um, I'm a little shy, um, you know, around new things, around new people. And I just wanted to break out of that shell. Alcohol was the quickest thing to do it for me. And after about six or seven drinks, I was on that floor. I didn't care who thought what of me because I was free. Um, alcohol to me equaled freedom. It, it just equaled ex, um, an escape for me. And I think that's why God was like, listen, I want to, I want to be your freedom. I want to be your escape. I want to be able to show you that you don't need that to be free. You don't need that to have some sort of escape. Like you are who you are. I created you this way, like be who I called you to be. So I'm still trying to find out what that is and who that is as I'm going through this walk. And I'm realizing like, I'm starting to love myself again. I'm okay with being quirky. I'm okay with the way that I worship. I'm okay with the way that I pray. I don't pray like you. You don't pray like me. That's okay. Diversity is good. I'm, I, I think I'm weird sometimes. That's good. But when I drank, I felt like I was just like everybody else. I felt like I fit in and God's like, you don't need that to fit in. And you were talking about TV shows. TV shows definitely falls into that category. Um, there are certain things that I can't watch because it'll make me feel like, oh, I need a man right now. Like, oh, mm -hmm. I need to go and call so-and-so and, you know, so-and-so and see if they can make me feel good. And I don't need that in my life at this point. No distractions, God told me. So for me, serving God for real, for real means no distractions at this point. I know that there's something great on the other end of my obedience when I say yes to these things. And mm -hmm. I may not even go back to drinking. I'll be okay with that too. Cause at this point I'm like, wow, God, like the reason why I wanted it in the first place, yes, it tastes good. But like you said, it escalated into other things because I was trying to suppress certain things in my life. And now that I don't have it, I feel fine. Yeah. Let me say something to that too. Like um, one thing about it, I realized that alcohol was something that I was choosing. And I, and I will say it was something that my bloodline was choosing for me as well. Um, so two different perspectives. I come from a family of alcoholics, heavy, heavy on both sides, mom mm -hmm. and dad side. It's very heavy. And I come from a family of addictions. So I remember I went through such a tough season last year. I would just order wine. It was getting bad to where I ordered on Instagram. I order, I'm not Instagram, but Instacart. I mm -hmm. order a large bottle of wine and I would just call myself drinking a glass. But then before I know it, the whole bottle is gone. Yeah. And so I was like, God, I don't know what this is, but I break it. I remember I woke up one morning, I was just crying and I threw the stuff away. And um, that, that was the moment that God told me like, listen, get a hold on this before it gets a hold on you. Mm. And so, and, and that was me saying, okay, 
I'm choosing to do this differently this time. And I love how you said that um, if you don't ever drink it again, you are okay with that. And so I'm going to, I'm going to tap on that in a minute. Don't let me forget that moment, but that comment. But when I said that, I feel like um, alcohol, I chose not to do alcohol because I used to drink it to get drunk. Ever mm-hmm. since I started drink, drinking, ever since I could drink, even before I was of age, I used to drink to get drunk. Yeah. So I drunk with the intention of getting wasted, of getting drunk. But then over the years, even up until last year, I would drink, like I would go to my sister's uh, events in, in Georgia and they would have a drink or something. And I realized I would never get tipsy for some reason. I'm like, God, I'm just putting this stuff in my body. It's doing whatever it's doing to my liquor, even though I wasn't a hardcore drinker. Mm-hmm. Um. I wasn't, but I remember I t- telling my sister, I was like, I'm not really even getting drunk. And they didn't believe me. I was like, I'm not really getting tipsy. And I don't know if that was God, but he was just telling me in that moment, like, I realized I'm good with or without it. Like, I don't need it. And, and in this season of purification, he's showing me like, you can go out to lunch with your girl and order, order a mocktail or order, um, yep. a, be- a little pretty drink. And you will see that you're still going to have that feeling. Now we, we know how alcohol makes you feel for some people, y'all, yes. you know, whatever. I'm just explaining to y'all my journey. I used to get drunk off of uh, quickly, but that started to shift. That's why I said supernatural things can happen when God has like, I'm telling you guys, when you start to pray, supernatural appetites can be taken from you, all of those things. Come on. So, like I realized like if, if he tells me not again, okay, fine. I I even started researching non-alcoholic wines. I didn't even know that was a thing until my algorithm on Instagram started to change. Um, And that's, (laughs) that's one thing I wanted to talk about too. Like your algorithm, your algorithm on social media tells you what it's on your mind. It tells Mm -hmm. you what's, what's feeding you. So as I started to seek purity, for some reason, non-alcoholic wines popped up on my, as real. And I was like, God, look at you. Wow. And so I was like, that's <laughs> a game changer for me. Um, Cause I don't need it. I just want the feel of it. I may be taking a bubble bath and have some non-alcoholic wine, or I may be going out or whatever and have a non-alcoholic drink, a mocktail. I'm okay mm-hmm. with that. Sometimes it's just the feel that it gives you or the vibe that it gives you. But for me, I'm like, okay with, I'm, a, I'm also okay. If he tells me to never listen to second, music again because Mm -hmm. I realized what I thought I needed I'm I'm a girl that loves trap music and and I still do but I found what I found was other Christian rappers who who make real clean music what I found in this season was um excuse my voice guys I'm getting over cold what I found in this season was um Christian R&B singers who have some really dope music and so I was like god man had I never put those things down I would have never found out that I can do this thing in a clean way Yep, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you talking so. about music. I'm like, oh my God, you are so, so right. Um, I listen to, so music for me puts me in a mood, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm looking for a sound. I'm looking for a certain vibe and you can get that sound and certain vibe when you listen to Christian music as well. Um, and I am putting together as we speak, I'm putting together a certain playlist for myself because I want to be able to not listen to that secular music either, because I don't listen to words, honestly. I just really 
I, I want the beat. I want the melody. I want the way it sounds. And some Christian rappers, you can't even tell the difference because I'm not listening to the words. I'm literally just listening to the beat. And I'm like, I could get down with this just like I got down with something else. So yeah, you're right. Yeah, I'll that. send you my playlist, girl. I got a lot of them now. <laughs> um, I got a lot of them. I got because I got Christian rap. I got Christian um, R and B. You'll you'll be surprised what's out there. And a lot of times, we just a lot of people be like I don't want to, um, you know, serve God for real right now because I love everything that I do. Like it makes me feel so good. But I'm telling you guys, mm-hmm. um, there's so many different things if you would just give God the opportunity. Like when I went on this purity journey, I did it like cold turkey. And I didn't know that it was like Christian rap music that I would love. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that, you know, it was non-alcoholic wines. I didn't know that I could go without having to uh, watch all of these shows. Like we're right now, we're in a season where everybody's watching Power, BMF. Everybody's watching all yeah. these different type of TV shows. I have five sisters, so we're in a group chat and I hear them talk about it every day. Girl, this show is so good, so good, so good. But not one time that I say, God, I feel like I'm missing out. But I just said, God, one thing that I do know that those shows will be there. However, right now I'm working on me and mm-hmm. I'm working on I'm, something that's changing on the inside of me. You're doing something on the inside of me. And so like, like Janita said, whatever God is calling you to change, you will know it. He told me to uh, stop, put that wine bottle down because of my bloodline. And if I wasn't careful, I could end up as an alcoholic. So he may be telling you something different. You may have come from a, a group of women who are um, a family of women who are, um, a stronghold of lust is over them. And that's, that's a whole nother one. That's tough, you, yeah. You'll know like when the stronghold of lust is over your family, if you seeing your mom, like with different men, or you seeing like your aunties and stuff, just with different men, unhealthy relationship with men's or even your friends. And so, you know, when that stronghold of lust has been over you, if you ever been addicted to porn, for me, I was addicted to porn at a young age. I was mm-hmm. exposed to porn um, when I was maybe eight years old. Wow. I got addicted to masturbation when I was 10 and um, I'll never forget, like just, it had a stronghold on me for years, like wow. years. And so um, that was another one. Lust was another one that I have to, it's, 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 it's the small things for me. It's um, making sure that I keep my eye gates and my ear gates covered and protected because like even on TikTok I was watching like workout videos and stuff like that and um all of a sudden I'm like God for some reason I'm like super horny like what's going on mm-hmm. and he was like you need to be careful with what you're scrolling and watching I was like workout videos what are you talking about he the enemy could come in and anyway so once I put those videos down I re- I remember that following week I felt fine and um and so it's just you have to listen to Holy Spirit. You have to listen to God. And it could be the small things. You you keep saying, oh, I'm horny. I'm about to lose my mind. But what are you eating? Right. What are you consuming? What is it? Uh, so, yeah. Thank you for that. I And thank you for being open and transparent because I think... A lot of a lot of women might be dealing with the same thing. They just don't say anything because they think like, oh, my God, like that's a young age. Mm -hmm. Um, I was uh, me and my mom were just talking about this. I got introduced to pornography. I was about four or five. Uh, Maybe I was in school Um, and it it was a sleepover. 
and they put on a show <laughs> and it had naked people on it. And I was like, what is this? And they were all older than me. And then in high school, it happened again where I was introduced to it. Um, we had skipped a class and I went over to my friend's house and uh, her mom was working and she goes, I got something to show you. And I was introduced to it again. And yes, I also struggled with, um, you know, pornography and masturbation. And that's, that is a stronghold. That's something oh, that's yeah. really hard to, it's, it's hard to break through. Um, but you are right. You have to watch and be aware of what you're listening to and what you're watching. Does it take all that? It does. When mm -hmm. you say, I'm sorry, I can't watch that movie, but it's PG 13 or is, but you know, like they're showing just enough to give me, um, a visual of what could happen next. It's okay. I'm good. Yeah. I don't yeah. need to go to that movie theater. Even if you are at the movie theaters and you're with a bunch of friends and you know, there's a scene you could get up and walk out. It's okay. Because you're not, you're being obedient to God and what God told you to do. Does it take all that? Yes, it takes all that. Girl, you could go to a lounge. You don't have to go to a club. Just get dressed and look pretty. You don't have to drink. Just have a water. No, I can't do that. Why not? There's nothing wrong with that. But does it take all that? Yeah, it kind of does for some people. Mm -hmm. And that's what serving God for real, for real looks like to most. Um, to me, it does. And I had some, you know, relationship strains um, on friends who I used to hang with that I don't really anymore. And it's not because I don't love them or I don't want to. I honestly, I can't, I can't right now because if I did, um, one little thing could trigger something and I could take 50 steps back when I made so much progress for this purity journey that I'm on one little thing, because if I give the enemy a foothold, like he could just start having his way. And I don't want that. Like God's done so much for me and I'm trying to count the cost of everything. It's just not worth it. It's not worth it to go to the lounge. It's not worth it to have a glass of champagne. It's not worth it to um, start an online or go on to the site or online site where I'm looking for friendships of the opposite sex. It's not worth it right now. Oh, so yeah. when somebody says, does it really take all that? Yes, it does. Oh, yeah. I love that. I love how you talked about how getting up from the movie theater, you know, cause a lot of people like, girl, it ain't that deep. I can handle it. Oh, I I'm good. I know how to control myself. And that's, right. that's one lie of the enemy that I have stopped saying. Okay. Because I have been proven wrong every time um, <laughs> we yes. can't do anything in our own strength. I don't care how disciplined you are, baby. If you have a stronghold of lust that you're battling, I was just telling this guy that I um, talked to and I was telling him, I was like, lust is a monster. You know what I'm saying? It's a monster. And a lot of people are like, no, I have control. I can scroll and watch this and this and that. I can watch porn or I can watch, you know, these type of shows. It doesn't do anything uh, for me. Then next thing you know, you keep having all these type of dreams. And then next thing you know, your mind is having all of these type of images. Next Talk thing you know, you find yourself masturbating. Next thing you know, you find yourself can't even think at work because you're so horny. Next thing you know, you're calling that dude and he's yes. coming over there to fulfill that lust. So lust is a monster. And the same thing with um going out with your friends. They may be like, girl, you ain't got to do what we're doing. You could just come. No, mm -hmm. once you go into that atmosphere, what is ever in there? You know, it is that deep. Because if, mm -hmm. if clubbing is something that um, 
like I say, I'm not judging anybody that do it. I, I see a lot of Christian women still go out in those type mm-hmm. of places and I don't yeah. judge them. I just know like what can take me back. I used right. to be a clubber. Like I know like the things that can trigger me. So you have to know your triggers. You really do. And don't trust yourself so much. <laughs> like <laughs> stop playing. Like I just, I don't even say that anymore. I used to play myself and be like, oh, I can watch this show. I can binge watch this series. Now, if it starts getting crazy, I'm turning it off or I just won't watch it at all. Like, so don't trust. Oh, I can listen to um, one artist that I I love that I cannot listen to until I'm probably married. It's Chris Brown. Um, Mm. His music is just made for sex. It is. Mm. And like, it gets you in the mood. And so for me, you may be like, oh, I can handle that. God may get, gave you a different type of grace, but I know me. Right. (laughs) <laughs> I know the <laughs> I know the strongholds that I don't need to play with. All right. And so don't trust yourself too much. Really don't. <laughs> Self, I don't trust you. <laughs> yes. It's this flesh. This flesh is wretched. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's always a battle with like your spirit and your flesh. So like you may want to do right, but then your flesh is like, listen, I don't want to do that right now. So it it, <laughs> it does take all that. And you're not missing out on anything. Like if you are listening and if you are struggling with like, so my cover photo was me and Lakeisha on a fence. If you're struggling with like, you know, getting off the fence, you're not really sure. You're, you're not really sure what you should do. Like you love God and you want to serve him, but you know, the world just looks too good right now. It's about to be hot girl season. You know what I'm saying? Like it's getting nice out and you feel like you can wear whatever you want to wear. That's another thing. Um, And I don't judge anyone that dresses, you know, like, you know, the belly shirts and the short shorts and all that, because, you know, you have your own relationship with God, but there's certain things that God has told me, like, you can't wear that. And I'm like, okay, okay. Because it's a, it's a, what do you call that? Um, It's more so of a, I can't think of the word right now, but that's just what God has told me. I will feel uncomfortable if I'm wearing something too short or if, um, you know, my shoulders are out or, you know, whatever the case may be, if I feel uncomfortable, I'm going to change that right away. It's a a personal conviction of mine um, because that can also lead to something. What am I looking for? What kind of attention am am I trying to grab by dressing the certain way that I dress? Um, If I am dressed a certain way and if I look in the mirror and I'm like, oh, I look good today. And then I go out and then I feel uncomfortable. Holy, that's Holy Spirit convicting me because in my heart, where is my heart? You know, what am I thinking about? What am I feeling? What you're feeling on the inside is going to come out in the way you dress and what you're listening to and what you're watching and what you're doing, how you act. So um, if you are thinking about, you know, serving God for real, for real, if this is what you want to do, Start sitting with yourself and start like wondering, okay, why do I dress like this? Why do I act like this? Why do I do this? I had to do that. And Holy Spirit just kept convicting me. No, you can't wear that. Nope. Bend over. Oh, if they, yeah, you can't do that either. Um, I wanted to read the scripture to you guys real quick. Um, It's uh, John 14, verse 15. This is when Jesus was telling um, the disciples, he was telling everybody, listen, I'm going to go be with the father, but I'm going to promise you something. I'm going to promise you an advocate, the Holy Spirit. Um, 
like Lakeisha said, we can't do this in our own strength, right? Because our flesh is really weak. Our spirit's willing, but our flesh is weak. So we can't really trust ourselves. We can't trust our flesh, but we have a helper. So when you feel like, oh my God, I want to have sex right now, or oh my God, like I feel like I want to masturbate, or oh my God, I really want to talk to this guy, or I really want to drink this wine, and you know that God is calling you to purity, call on the Holy Spirit because he is your helper. So the scripture says, and I will ask the father, this is Jesus talking. I will ask the father and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever. The spirit of truth. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him for he lives with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. But for long, the world will not see me anymore, but you will see me because I live, you also will live. On that day, you will realize that I am in my father and you are in me and I am in you. So whoever has my commands and keeps them is the one who loves me. And it goes on and on. It's just talking about how he's going to have the Holy Spirit come and help us in those times of our struggle. That's what the Holy Spirit is there for. The Holy Spirit is there to, yes, to, you know, to give us creativity, to be our muse. But he also is there when you feel like you want to go out. You're like, oh, I feel uncomfortable right now. That's the Holy Spirit telling you, like, don't wear that dress. Like, girl, dress. And um, what's that scripture? She is clothed with strength and dignity. Like, if your lifestyle was clubbing back then and you're still, like, dressing every day as if you're clubbing, like, Holy Spirit wants to change that. I can't judge you. I can't change you as a person. People can't do that. But let Holy Spirit be your teacher and be your guide in the season of purity. Oh, yeah. I just wanted to share that yeah. real quick. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree as well because we just can't do it. We can't do it on our own. I know I can't, um, but God says his grace is sufficient for mm-hmm. us. And one thing that I wanted to um, talk about when you started talking about um how you dress um because um how you dress cuz i've been there trust me and i still like to mm-hmm. trust me like when i yeah. get married or whatever me and my husband like i'll dress how i want to dress with him in the house or if we go on private trips and stuff like that but as far as like showing up bent over yes. on social media um or having like your cleavage out your butt out you can even tell like in the selfies that you take how your eyes looking. Are you looking mm-hmm. promiscuous? Are you looking like, you know, you want somebody to your what they call it, thirst trap photos. I've been there, done all of those different types of things. Wow. So even now when I take a selfie, if it looks like an inch of being thirsty, I will not post it. Cause I don't need, I don't need that type of attraction or attention and at this point in my life. And so one thing that um I've started seeing now because and I, I want to say this, like, God is not a trend. Um, God is seem, seeming like, quote unquote, is getting trendy now. Everybody wants, which I'm, 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 a, I'm, I'm, I love to see people turning back to Christ. And it won't always look like um, the type of people that we think it would. He didn't come for the sick. I mean, he didn't come for those who are held whole. He came for the sick. So I'm, 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 I'm always for the prodigals. But then there are some people who are not prodigals um, where they haven't um, been out of Christ for a season based on their page. So one thing that I'm seeing is like, say for instance, if you have like reels where you do reels or you do your influence or you're doing all these type of things, you'll have a Christian song playing, 
but the whole video is promiscuous. The whole video is, you know, you just looking like you're trying to catch somebody. And I and 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 I'll say to that is don't mix, don't mix like the mixture. Um, we have to understand like God in a world, you know, trying to mix certain things, it just don't mix. And so like that's something, wow. like I said, I used to do too. Um, I, I don't care if you have a scripture on the reel, but in the video, if you got your boobs and your butt out, that's mixing. And 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 it just, for and I, like I said, yeah. I'm not one of those righteous or self-righteous people. Yeah. If you know me, like you guys would know, like I'm far from that. But what I'm saying is, we have to realize things that don't go together, right? And so when you talked about Janita, like, you can't wear certain things. God also called me to be modest too. And like I said, now when you get married, that's different. You do whatever you want to do with your yeah. husband, but still um, you, and one thing I always say, like, I'm a leader too. God has created me to be a leader and you never know who's watching your life. You never know who's mm-hmm. going to be going to God based on how you live your life. Yes. Everybody got to work out their own salvation, but are you being a light? You know what I'm saying? Are you being set apart? So I'm not telling y'all to dress like no nun. That's not what I'm saying. Cause I still like to wear nice things. I love to dress, but also I have to realize like, come on, like, would you like, would you wear this? Like not even a church, but like, if you were going for a meeting with God, would you put this on? Or, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like that, or you got daughters, <laughs> like your sons, like if they looking at you, would you be comfortable wearing that around them? And so you just, those are the type of things, like just making sure we're not mixing. Yeah. There are certain standards definitely that you got to hold for yourself, like your convictions and yeah, you're right. People are looking, even if you don't really call yourself a leader or you don't, people are still looking because you represent Christ, right? Like you call yourself a Christian. And if you say like, I love Jesus, but your whole life, it just doesn't really emulate that. And it's just something different than the people who aren't really serving God. They're going to see that. And they're going to be like, oh, okay. Either they're going to think we're fake or they're going to think that's, that's just what it takes. Like that ain't nothing. Like if that's what it is, I could just say where I'm at right now. Um, a lot of us got, God is calling us to higher, right? He's calling us deeper. He's calling us and he's chosen us. And because of that, like we can't live the same way that we used to live. We can't do the same things that we used to do. And I'm really speaking to myself. Um, I can't hang around the same people I used to hang around with. I can't go to the same places that I used to go and still call myself, you know, Christ-like um, because I know better. Now that I know better, I have to do better Um, just because I'm uncomfortable now. You know, like Mm -hmm. I can't associate with certain things because I know now and I'm held accountable for what I know. You know, like I got to stand before God one day and he's going to say like, hey, what did you do with my son? Like, you know, like, did you like, were you obedient? Did you say yes to these certain things? I got to be held accountable for those things. And that's not always an easy thing to do. I'm not perfect either. Um, When I was on my purity journey and um, God told me to stop drinking, I had a couple of hiccups because I felt like I needed it. And when I got it, I felt so bad 
I drank it because that was money I spent. I wasn't going to waste my money. Um, but that bottle, after I finished it, I was like, I really could have did without it. Like I really could have. And mm-hmm. after that, I didn't do it again because I know better now. So yeah, I get yeah. you. And and for those of you who are listening in, and I know what you're thinking, because like I said, I've been there. Um, not even a few years ago, I remember I was like, I know I love God. I know, you know, um, God is moving through me. You know, I know that I can hear God. So I don't really have to change, you know, anything. But um, it's the small foxes, the small foxes that we got to get a hold of. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's the small foxes that we got to get a hold of. And and like I said, I'm not judging nobody. I promise you, I am not. Our walk is so different, guys. And I'm not saying that there's just one standard. Only standard that it is, honestly, is to um, pursue holiness. um, (laughs) Yeah, that's the standard. And whatever holiness looks like for you, whatever righteousness looks like for you. Now, I'm not saying take the scriptures and flip it. Because we've all done that too. Yeah. But I'm talking about live by the word. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about measure your life up by the word of God. I'm talking about being able to hear from the Holy Spirit. And there are so many different benefits that comes with, um, even though this is, you know, just make sure your motives are intact. But I'm telling you guys, um, there's so many different benefits that comes with pursuing purity and serving God for real. Like guys, sometimes lust clouds your vision. It clouds your judgment. When you are in lust, it'll cause you to choose a man that is not even for you. And once you're Come out on. of once you're out of that lust, you'll look back and be like, God, why was I even why? around with him? Like he ain't even attractive. I can't believe that I was, he's not even a, my type. And You're so talking right. <laughs> lust, lust will cloud your judgment. You know what I'm saying? Alcohol, alcohol, um, just being addicted to alcohol, it'll have you up in here, you know, doing things that you don't even do because why? Because when you open one door, you like, okay, I'm already out here now. I might as well go ahead and walk through this other door. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so uh, addictions to anything, God had me to throw away um, sex toys and everything. You know what I'm saying? Anything mm-hmm. that has you on lock, anything. And another thing, this is one that will probably be for a, a totally different episode, but our children, guys, I'm telling you, the enemy is after our children. And and, yeah. and you don't even know, like, even if they don't see you, what you're doing in the dark, those demons can be transferred to them. You know, the addictions that you dealt with. And so if anything, if, if you're a mom listening to this, like, mm-hmm. I'm telling you guys, how can you be sitting up here and praying and asking for God to purify your child mind when your mind ain't even pure? Like God been dealing with me on that. He was like, how are you going to tell your kids not to watch such and such, but you watching all this, you know what I'm saying? So you just come on. Like for me, he just has me on a totally different journey. And, and like I said, ain't nothing easy about it. I mean, he gives you the grace. He gives you the grace to walk through it. He does. He really does. He he'll always give you a window um, to step outside, uh, you know, step out when you're tempted and all of those type of things. But 
he gives you the grace to do it. And like I said, it's just so many benefits that come with it. It comes with, you know, deeper revelation. It comes with, you know, just favor. It comes with uh, protection. It comes with provision. It comes with you learning how to really lean on him. You learning how to really trust him. You learning how to, to really worship him without him doing anything for you. I posted something yesterday that said anybody can praise God with a testimony, but it takes a different kind of person to praise God in a wilderness season. Yes, yes, And yes. so you got to understand that this purity walk, you can't be like, okay, God, I didn't have sex this month. What do you got for me now? No, <laughs> you still in that point, then you ain't serving him for real. You ain't ready. <laughs> transactional. You're being transactional. You're like, okay, God, I ain't have sex for 30 days. I appreciate this guy. What, what you, what you got next for me? What next level can you take me to now? And, you know, I was able to fast for the first time for seven days. God, now what's the next level that you got for me on this journey? Cause, cause you want to understand you're a soldier, as they would say in the old church, in the army of the Lord. And so, um, trust me, we, we in a war. And mm-hmm. so God needs you. And if you out there on the enemy's playground, the enemy using you. So if God ain't using you, the enemy is using you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Lord, altar call right now. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> For real. For real. I am enjoying this conversation. I'm, I'm up here taking notes and um, I'm going to be able to play this back when I feel like I'm struggling in certain areas because this is good. This is really good. Um, this is like a call, you know, from God, like, listen, get off the fence, get off the fence. Mamas, you said something so powerful, your kids, you know, what you're doing in the dark that they don't know you're um, dealing with masturbation. You're dealing with lust. Like, yes, those demons can transfer. How do you think it got to us? You know what I'm saying? Like it got to us because of what was done to our parents, to our parents' parents. Like it was almost like we inherited that. We, um, we took that on no fault of our own. We didn't ask for it. We were Mm -hmm. born into it. So it doesn't have to stay that way though. I just heard curse breakers, like Mm -hmm. generational. We can do that. We can do that with the power of the Holy spirit. We can say moms, it stops with us. We can definitely say that, that it will not be transferred over to our kids. And how, how does it stop with us? How does it not get transferred over to our kids? Us by us surrendering us by us. Just like, listen, any demon that don't belong in this household has to go in Jesus name, Mm -hmm. the struggles. That's not our portion. Our portion is not to deal and struggle with lust, to struggle with depression and anxiety and all those things that keep us bound so that we tend to run to drugs. We tend to run to alcohol. We tend to run to a man. That's not Mm -hmm. our portion. That's not what God has called for us to do. So Mm -hmm. I'm, 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 I'm taking this all in and I have four girls and I'm a, duh, y'all know, I'm a girl. And the things that I went through, the things that happened to me, molestation at a young age and, you know, like having those feelings and me looking for love in all the wrong places, I'm starting to see 
where some of those things stopped with me, where I'm like, okay, my daughters didn't have to, my oldest daughter, she's 17. She doesn't have to go through, um, you know, being pregnant at an early age and all those things. She's not even thinking about guys right now. And I thank God for that because the way I was raised, I'm not doing it the same. I say, Holy Spirit, can you teach me how to, how to raise my kids? Because I can't let it be the same that how I was raised. Um, I don't blame my mom for anything because she did what she knew how to do. She did her best and she is still doing her best. But, you know, now I have a family that I am responsible for. So Lord, teach me, teach me how to raise them so that it stops and ends with me. The masturbation, the anxiety, the depression, the, um, every, everything that I'm struggling with, it ends here. Even, um, uh, money, poverty, it stops with me. My kids will be rich in Jesus name, rich Mm -hmm. in creativity, rich in money, rich in wisdom, rich in everything that I didn't really grow up with. It stops with me. You have to say that to yourselves as well, mom. Struggle ain't your portion. It's not your portion. Poverty, it's not your portion. It's not our portion. That's not, no, we don't got to live like that. Lakeisha, you used to say it all the time and it sticks with me now. I'm going to live the soft life. My kids are going to experience the soft life. That doesn't mean that as moms, we don't go through nothing, especially single moms. We go through a lot, but with the Holy Spirit, with power from the Holy Spirit, we end up getting through it because we're not by ourselves and we're not alone. Yeah, I love that. I love that. God has just been dealing with me um on my child with my children on a whole nother level. And and I'm gonna speak to the single moms right now. Mm-hmm. Um, regardless of how old your children are, um, you can as well as you can transfer demons to them, you can also transfer blessings. Yes. Um, they 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 they're watching you. Um when you when you pray and stuff like that, stop making them like Hey, go sit down, you know, go in the room. No, Mm -hmm. let them witness you go to war with God. You know, let them witness. I'll walk around my kitchen right now speaking in tongues. If they come in here and throw something in the trash, oh, well, they need to know when times are hard, you know, what to do, what to turn to. Um, I used to, as a single mom, it's easy to leave your kids at home. You know what I'm saying? And just Mm -hmm. you go get the word or you go sit up on the conference or, you know, I'm running late for church. I'm going to go get the word. Um, no, God been dealing with me. I'll take your children, you know, take them, Mm -hmm. take them with you. Let them, let them sit in rooms. I'm like, okay, God, you know, that's different for me, but he's like, no, let them sit and not, I'm not saying let them sit in grown folks conversation, but if you're going in rooms and getting information, let them go get the information. If kids are allowed, um, Mm -hmm. if you don't, if you know, I'm not saying if you have a child that potentially is dealing with anything autistic children or anything like that then that may be different but let your children sit in the room also he's been dealing with me on um you know just that family aspect of a family time and so now right now man my kids are watching the chosen um it's on netflix but it's also a free app called angel studios and it's just about jesus and his time here on the earth it's nothing boring about it they love it it's so relatable so that's a great movie to watch with your children at any age um it's a series and um it just talks about how jesus chose and called um the disciples and so he's just been dealing with me on pat transferring blessings to your kids right now i got my son reading reading limitless by jim quick um also like yeah that's a good book and 
we did a um a 52 day detox as a family to where I kind of made them go go cold turkey with YouTube. Um, they would just sit and consume YouTube and um watching like other people's lives and all of those things. But I'm mm-hmm. teaching them and something I'm training them that they can retrain their brain. They can renew their mind. Um, my son, he's on a 52 detox from playing. He's 11. He loves the Xbox and all that. So he's not allowed to play it right now. And so that may sound harsh, but I'm teaching them um, that you have the power to break any type of addictions that you may have, because you may be thinking those are, those are not real addictions. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. If they, if they wake up in the morning, grabbing their iPad, uh, that's an addiction. If they, that's the first thing that's on their mind when they get up, that's an addiction. If if they get an attitude when you say, put that down and go clean up, that's an addiction. It has a stronghold over them. And so I'm teaching them and training them. I'm not only about to get my life together and leave y'all hanging. I've done it before. Last year, I went through a hard year and I felt like I wasn't present. And I apologize to my kids for that. Sometimes as single moms, we can try to be hustling and hustling, but your kids are over there, they 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 going through it and you don't even realize it. And so God has just been dealing with me on a whole nother aspect as it relates. He's like, okay, you're serving me, but you also need to serve them. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, as you're talking about kids, um, I know we're about to wrap this up soon. I just wanted to share with you because I, I didn't see my kids as being a part of the process. I just thought it was, I got to get myself together and then I'll get them together. But you're right. They do need to see the good, the bad and the ugly. They need to see the great too. Um, When I was preaching on the other Sunday, um, talking about the woman with the oil, um, when she went to uh, prophet Elisha and Elisha said, what do you have in your house? And um, she, he told her to go get jars from her neighbors and bring them into the house and shut the door behind her and her sons. So it wasn't just like, it wasn't just her her that went through that process. It was her and her kids. Her kids saw the miracle. Her kids saw that as they began to pass her those jars that uh, with the little bit of oil that they had, God was filling it up and they were able to witness the miracle. So the, your kids, my kids need to witness the miracles as well. And I, I didn't see it that way until God showed me that I was like, okay, because they're going to be your cheerleaders, right? They're going to be like, go ma. Yeah. Like I see, I see God do it before he could do it again. They're going to be the ones that are going to be able to encourage you because they saw how bad it was. And then they saw God move and do a miracle. So like, even if I want to encourage the moms, even if your kids are not saved right now, they're still watching and they're watching how God is providing and they'll remember that for the rest of their lives. And they'll be able to say, I remember when, when we didn't have this and have that and God had provided and, you know, so I have brought my daughters, um, my younger ones seem to be more prone to like coming to church with me than the older ones do. And she's 10. And she, she just has this hunger for God right now. She wants to fast. She wants to pray. And um, there was a service that the young adults were doing. It was our very first one. And she was like, I want to go. So excited. My youngest one was like, ah, I want to stay home. So I took her with me and I was doing worship that day. God power got moved. And during the altar call, she just looked like she wasn't engaging. She's 10. So she didn't have a phone either. So she looked really bored. But 
can I tell you not a dry eye was in that house that night like nobody left the same and Mm -hmm. including her I'm praying for somebody else on the other side of the room and I didn't realize somebody was praying for my daughter so when I go and um, I was just sitting next to her and something told me just to pray for her so I grab her hands and we're praying together she was so broken and when I tell you I'm just like I didn't even know what to do I was like well what is this? Like, she's crying. Is she crying? Cause she's hurt. Cause the way she cried was like a cry of release. And I was like, God, you're doing this. And my daughter and she's Mm -hmm. 10. So I was grateful for that. I was like, Lord, I'm going to, when she says she wants to fast, I'm going to take her serious. And I'm going to say, let's fast together. She wants to get baptized on the 28th. And um, with her dad's permission, um, she's going to get baptized on the 28th. I'm like, God, thank you. So yeah, I just wanted to share that because that's just awesome. God's just not doing the work in my life. He's doing it in my kids too. Yeah. I love how you said, let them see the miracles as well. Cause we let them see the struggles, yep. <laughs> let them see the miracles, let them see how God is Jehovah Jireh. Let them see how God is a healer. One thing with my kids, they witnessed the healing power of God. My daughter, she had an injury on April 10th at school and mm-hmm. she ended up being admitted into the hospital. But the first thing that she said when she recovered, when she came out of surgery in the recovery room, she said, I thank God for, you know, keeping me and getting me through this journey. So wow. let them understand and realize, you know, the power of God it's evident. Um, let them see. I had an um, encounter with my children in my kitchen um, about probably about two weeks ago. So where I just kind of apologized to them, you know, for not being as present last year. And um, those moments don't only happen in the church. They can happen right in your house. My son, mm-hmm. he ended up breaking down crying. He's 11. My daughter broke down crying and I didn't realize they had some things going on on the inside of them that they wanted to release. And so healing um, starts at home. There's no way. Um, I mean, it is a way you, people build businesses all the time and they have broken families, but mm-hmm. God is dealing with the whole aspect of it. So in serving him, he's like, okay, I'm not going to allow your family to 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 fail as well and so i'm like okay god in serving you and pursuing this life that i want to live this wealthy um life all of these different type of things i want my family to be whole you know and so he's still he's been dealing with me from that aspect for sure that's beautiful i didn't know that wow that's amazing um that is really really beautiful and that's true and it's all because we made a decision to serve god for real for real you know what i'm saying like we're transparent with God and we're honest with ourselves and knowing that we can't trust ourselves. So we have to depend on him. And it's not easy. It's not an easy walk. It's not an easy transition. I was really afraid to bring this um, subject up because it can be really touchy. People can get offended because if they're not doing what we're doing, it means that they're not serving God for real, for real. That's not what we're trying to say at all. So I was like, God, do I do this? Even though it was bubbling inside of me, I'm like, Lord, people need to know, like, there's this misconception about how serving God and what it looks like. You mean, I can't do this and I can't do that. And I, it's not even about that. It's about your heart posture. Like, where are you? Where, where's your heart at? Like, who are you serving? Are you serving man or are you serving God? Like, do you have a relationship? My relationship with God was so strained and now it's getting stronger. I'm not saying that I'm, you know, like this perfect person where I get up and I'm so disciplined that I pray every single day at five o'clock. And I don't because I'm a single mom and I have kids. 
I find my times to get close to God, whether it be at night, whether it be in the morning, I may wake up and rush to work and be like, and pray during my lunch break or pray in the car because I know that I need him. Regardless of how that looks for you, just have your relationship with God. Don't compare your relationship to anybody else because it will be different. Mm-hmm. Um, before we uh, get off this podcast, I want to thank everybody for joining in um, and listening to our stories and how you know we came to serve God for real, for real, and what that looks like for us. And we do want to pray for you guys. Um, but before we do, Lakeisha, is there anything else that you wanted to um, release into the moms that are listening, to the women that are listening? Yeah, um, one thing that you said, um, and you you said it in a joking way, all to call. Um, but with your permission, I would love to kind of do uh, an all to call by way of this podcast. And for those women who are listening in, um, if you don't mind, I would love Absolutely. to pray for them. <laughs> Please do. Yeah. So I just want to do um, an all to call for those of you who are listening in. Even for those, you may be listening to this years from now. You may be listening to this next month. Um, whenever, whenever you listen to this, this is your moment. This is for you. And so just lift your hands right where you are. And so father God, I just speak to the woman who's listening in and I stand in the gap for them. I intercede on their behalf. Oh God. And I just repent now, father God, for anything that we said, done, thought that was outside of your will. God, I stand and intercede for my sister who is listening in, even though she may not know how. Even though she may not know where to start as it relates to serving you for real, God, I pray that you would come into her heart right now, God, and I pray that you would just begin to purify her mind, that you would begin to wash away and burn away anything that is not like you, God. I pray that you would even begin to send your refiner's fire, Father God, to consume whatever it is that is has her on lock, God. I pray now in the name of Jesus, God, that you would even do something in her prayer life, oh God that you would cause her prayer life to begin to shift. Oh God, even when she feels like I don't, I don't, I can't open up my mouth to pray because I don't know what to pray. God, I pray that you would remove every muzzle off of her life right now. Remove the muzzles from her mouth. God, now in the name of Jesus, God, I pray God that anything, any voice that she's been trying to feel lately and she gets frustrated and disappointed because the void just didn't, wasn't filled. I pray that you would go in and let her know that you are the one and only voice filler. I pray now in the name of Jesus that you would just begin to go in, Father God, and do a cleanse and in a purification, God. I pray that you would show them, Father God, how to walk with you in this season. And we call forth every prodigal, every prodigal who's been away, every backslider, even for those of you who have been in Christ for a while and you messed up and you made a mistake. I hear the Lord saying that there is nothing too hard for me. I can do all things. I can clean you up and I can fix you up if you let me. And I even hear the Lord saying, no, I don't need for you to be perfect. I just need for you to be my daughter. And in being my daughter, you will see, hallelujah, that I'm Abba Father. And I hear the Lord saying, this is an invitation for me to be Abba Father in your life. No more feeling like an orphan, no more feeling abandoned, no more feeling like you have to do this alone, says the Lord. I am here with you. I've always been with you. If you would just walk with me, you'll see that I'll do this thing for you. I'll begin to unlock doors. I'll begin to open doors. 
I'll begin to show you what is possible even in this season. And so as you are have, have your hands lifted, I pray and I decree and declare now that God will begin to show you and send you on a spiritual detoxification journey. I pray now in the name of Jesus that God will send you on a purification journey. And we pray against those counterfeit men who are in your life. I pray that God will send them in the opposite direction. I pray for those who are waiting for their mate. I pray that you will not be fooled, that you will be aware of the enemy devices. I pray now in the name of Jesus that when a man tries to come and he is not who God has for you, you will know immediately. God, I pray now in the name of Jesus that you would send signs wonders and even dreams God to show us how to stand strong and to show us I pray that we will no longer sleep on the dreams that you've given us but when we have a dream about a certain situation we'll wake up and we'll pray for that thing or yes. we'll pray against it oh God I pray that you would give us boldness oh God even in this season that you would give us discipline that you would give us consistency and I pray now in the name of Jesus and we break off of every demonic attack every demonic stronghold every demonic cycle and I plead the blood of Jesus over all of the women Women who are listening on now in the name of Jesus, God, I pray now that you would send peace to them, peace to their minds, peace to their hearts, peace to their souls, begin to calm the raging storms in their lives, the storms that are causing them, God, to step outside of your will, God. I pray that you would bring them back into alignment now in the name of Jesus, God, and do what only you can do in their lives. God, I thank you that with long life, you're satisfying them, God. I pray for the broken relationships, God, with the mothers and daughters and the mothers and sons. I pray for the mothers who are raising the sons alone, oh God. I pray that you will let them know that they can do this. I pray for the mothers who don't know how to be mothers, God. I pray that you will let them know that you're going to show them, God. I pray now in the name of Jesus for the woman who is listening in who says that I can't do this, but I pray that she will be able to put her trust in you. No more hoping in chariots and no more hoping in horses, but she'll be able to look to the hills from which comes her help, oh God. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, yes. Lord, we come into agreement. I come into agreement with that prayer, with that altar call, with that yes that you have just said, Mama. Oh, thank you, God. So with that being said, as we begin to wipe the tears from our eyes and blow our noses and get ourselves together, come on, we are, we are healed. We are set free. God has done it. Now we just got to walk in it. Lakeisha, thank you so much for coming on and um, gracing us and blessing us with just wisdom, wisdom, this conversation was definitely spirit led. Um, please make sure you follow her um, on the Praying Single Moms, um, Lakeisha Cody. She also has a Bible study um, every Tuesday night, I believe at 730. Mm -hmm. um, can you talk a little bit about that so that they know where to find you? I'm telling y'all, y'all want to what y'all just experienced just now, y'all can experience every Tuesday night. I'm telling you, it's fire. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. No, but thank you for having me, Janita. It's been amazing. It's always amazing to sit down and speak with you. I definitely, um, because of you, I do believe in divine relationships and divine connections. And so I'm just grateful for your life. I'm grateful for this platform that God is uh he's elevating you and he's shifting you. And I just pray that God would even continue to give the, give you the grace to keep going. Um, even when you don't feel like you are making changes, you are making changes. So I just want to say to you yes, to Lord. keep going. 
God is doing something amazing here. But you can definitely find me on Facebook at Lakeisha Cody. It's L-E-K-E-S-H-I-A, Cody, C-O-D-Y. Um, on, and on Instagram, I am becoming Lakeisha. Um, I have a, a Bible study that I host every Tuesday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern time. And I also have a community called the Pran Single Mom Group. And um, we will go live in, in the group, but we're also on Zoom. And so with that Bible study, we've been doing it since 2021, I believe. And we just get together. Uh, we go over a scripture or we go over a sermon, however you want to call it. Um, and we just, we allow God to move and we call it prayers and Bible study because we are studying the Bible, but we're also getting prayer as well as deliverance. I've seen so many women um, just come to Jesus and and stay, you know what I'm saying? And when I mm-hmm. started that, I didn't realize that, you know, women would actually keep coming back every Tuesday. And I, I saw that women are hungry. So yeah, I invite you guys to, to join us. It's a free community. And so definitely um, get on board with that for sure. Amen. All right. So thank you so much. Um, I'm going to go ahead and.